Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hello, it's 6 p.m. and welcome to Ghana Connect. As you may have heard in the last few minutes, the 2021 budget has just been, the statement, the 2021 budget statement has just been approved by Parliament. Are you in support of that decision? Time to have your say on this. Plus, with the budget introducing so many new taxes and increasing existing ones uh, in the last uh, one week with all the debate that had ensued, we're also hearing about wages and salaries and how the uh, economic challenge brought on by COVID and others, you know, the impact on wages, salaries, how that will play out. Um, government says this is bedding sharing, right? We're asking tonight on Ghana Connect, what are you willing to sacrifice to save the economy, if at all? If at all? Join us here on Ghana Connect. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. 
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. We are connecting Ghana and beyond after the break. I won! I won again! I won all! Spin the wheel. It is simple. Yeah, top up your airtime. Text spin to 5040 and win your prize. Simple. And you can win up to 30,000 Ghana CDs every month. Text VIP to 5040 to enjoy 10 additional points. Mm. I won <laughs> We are good together everywhere you go. It's important to create a productive and supportive working environment by investing in your employees' health. With a leading international track record, Apex Health Insurance is regulated and licensed by the National Health Insurance Authority to provide medical insurance services to institutional clients, families, and individuals. Apex Student Package and International Medical Solutions are all here to cushion you. Visit Apex Health Insurance Office at Zion House, Boundary Road, or call 0501-683-914 or 0232-000-015. In Kumasi, we are located opposite Prempe College, Sofoline, and in Takradi, Apex Health, your preferred health insurer. Hope you have heard of Rent to Own, now in Ghana. The Plan City Extension Project Rent to Own Land and House Ownership Scheme by the Ningo Pram Pram District Assembly and its partners, supported by the Ministry of Local Government and Rural Development and the UN Habitat, are right here in Ghana. So be smart, though, because where you trade and live really matters. Apply now and own a home or a fully serviced land. Wait a minute, too. Don't forget to join our affiliate housing cooperatives also. Special offers last until 31st March. 2021. Call us on 055-55-3300 or 0577-911101 and 055-70-54635. Website newacra.city. Plant City Extension Projects. Shaping Ghana's urban future. Our 130-year journey at Allianz has seen our operations growing to cover over 92 million Allianz customers in over 70 countries worldwide. Allianz Life Insurance Ghana, a subsidiary of Allianz Group, has put together a wide range of insurance packages to suit the pockets of every Ghanaian individual, family, group, corporate body, as well as their employees. Kindly call us on 030-2267-892 or 059-144-9686 or visit our website www.alliance-gh.com for more inquiries. Alliance Life, we secure your future. Live on Joy 99.7 FM, this is Ghana Connect. My name is Evans Mensa. All again, say no. I think their eyes have it.
so the bang on the table, it had been uh, a week of heated exchanges in Parliament on the back of the uh, 2021 budget. In the end, it was approved. It was a close, narrow margin of victory for the MPP side. 137 votes against 134. But it means one thing. The budget has now been approved. At least the statement that was run on the floor has been approved after the debate. The estimate will come before the House for uh, some further discussions and debate uh, next week. The question that remains on the back of tonight's decision by the House is, yeah, you've talked about it, you probably uh, tested and WhatsApped and uh, Facebooked about it and tweeted about it. Now the decision has been made by the House to approve it. Um, do you think that Parliament had you? Have you felt that they've, you've been listened to in this conversation over the last one week in the decision to approve uh, the contents of the 2021 budget. Plus, we've heard the government make the argument over the last one week that this is a burden-sharing budget, that it's time for us all to pay a little bit towards a contribution, towards, as, as part of our contribution to saving the economy because of COVID-19 and other factors. So the question really tonight is, are you willing to sacrifice anything if indeed we have to save the economy? And what is it? What is it? Um, will you sacrifice or will you sacrifice based on a certain condition what condition will that be and what exactly are you willing to sacrifice the conversation that we're having tonight uh, with Ghanaians home and abroad who are joining us wherever you are tonight this is how you can join join us now on twitter hashtag Ghana connect live Facebook, join 99.7 FM, or send us a WhatsApp on 0244-340-437, and we will call you back. Join the nation's biggest conversation now, and connect to authority. Well, this is a show that thrives on uh, harvesting comments uh, from social media. And yet tonight, uh, in the last 30 minutes, we are learning of the, uh, that Instagram, WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger are all down uh, for users around the world. Um, that's Instagram, that's WhatsApp and that's Facebook. We understand all down and all international wires are reporting this tonight. And so we're struggling to get a lot of your comments. And some are already in. I will share those we had before um, this happened. Hopefully before the show ends. Uh, normally they tend to resolve this pretty quickly. Once it's resolved, we can get your views in. But listen, I have a number of you already that we've assembled to get your voices heard. You're representing a lot of voices already. Marcus Selassie is a businessman uh, who will join us uh, in the studio uh, shortly, uh, Mohammed Zakaria is assistant head teacher, uh, Pong Tamale Experimental JHS. I'm l- always happy to hear from a teacher. Uh, hello, Mohammed. Hello, Mohammed. Hello, Ivan. Great to have you, Mohammed. Uh, joining us uh, all the way from uh, Pong Tamale uh, JHS Experimental School there. Franklin uh, is a biomedical scientist, uh, also is joining us. Uh, via uh, telephone uh, right now. Uh, also uh, connecting with us tonight is Crystal uh, Adomako Mensa is a marketing and communications practitioner, uh, sole proprietor of food and economic grills uh, will also connect with us. Efo Della uh, is a blogger and a friend of the show, a social commentator as well, and joins us on telephone line. Hello, Efo. Hello. Efo. 
Oh, Charlie, I chalk for you. By the way, n- ha- nice to have you on uh, on this very important uh, conversation. Guess who else is uh, connecting with me tonight? Manasseh Azuri Awuni, uh, who obviously is not going to be affected by the taxes because, you know, uh, he, he lives above, um, you know, the, the average uh, living uh, standards in Ghana. Manasseh, thank you for connecting in the studio. Thank you very much, Evans. Yeah, happy about, uh, you know, the description. I'm, I'm, you know, it's very obvious that you, uh, the COVID and the economy is, you know, you create your own economy. Well, I wish. And if I were an island, I would be happy. <laughs> but no matter how much you earn, your fortune is uh, linked with those of others. Okay. So I have family. Beyond that, have you realized that there are too many people harassing motorists? If you are in your vehicle and you stop in traffic, the harassment, sometimes you think it's uh, getting out of hand. So with all of this, nobody can say they are happy where they are and perhaps they earn so much that they are unaffected by what's happening. Well, uh, let's see. Um, I want to connect to a few of our our friends who are joining us on the phone and Zoom shortly. Uh, Zoom isn't down, and so we can get them on. But Manasseh, that's the first question I need to ask. I mean, just the last few minutes, we've heard that Parliament has approved the budget. Do you feel as a citizen that Parliament, in approving the budget, that your voice was adequately considered in this whole debate? Well, I didn't expect anything. And uh, when this so-called hang Parliament came, I made a point that I would be surprised if anything changed. So I didn't really expect anything to change. If there's any disappointment at all, it is about the deception that uh, we have been subjected to as a people. Deception? Yes. Explain. Uh, The grand deception. When COVID struck, if you really went to the ground, you didn't see anything we did spectacularly as a country. But the president gave freebies and uh, spoke nicely and people say, well, this leadership is giving water for free. And some of us have always said that nothing was really free. But in this case, it was like, go and spend, help us win the election, and then we will let you pay for it. And they have done it in a way that is even not hidden. Sometimes they, 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 they try to even hide it, but it is so blatant and... Uh, as a Ghanaian, I'm wondering what else we may have to pay for. And if you're looking at the... They, they, they are hinging everything on COVID, COVID. But if you really want to go down to what has happened over the period, I think it is not COVID. If we are able to cut down the waste, we wouldn't need Ghanaians to pay for what was given to them supposedly for free. And, and that's a part of the conversation that will come to shortly about about the, the what you conceive to be the waste. Let me bring in the for the life. So so the budget has been approved. I mean give me a sense of have you did you follow closely the budget conversation? Hello FO I don't know who I've lost there. Uh, is this Zakaria? Do you have Zakaria on the line? Yes, Ivan. Okay, let's... Uh, hello, can you hear me, Zakaria? Yes, please, Ivan. Okay, great. I mean, have you followed the budget? I said, you are a teacher. Did you follow the budget? Yes, I did. Okay, great. So tell me, the, the, tonight, Parliament has approved the budget, which includes your member of Parliament in your constituency. Um, do you feel as a citizen that the parliamentarians adequately considered your view as a citizen in the matter? Yeah, Thank you very much, Evans, for the opportunity. 
and um, to your cherished listeners. Let me state that um, as a teacher and as a Ghanaian citizen, I think that my member of parliament and for that matter uh, the entire members of parliament didn't consider we the ordinary citizens before passing this particular uh, or if you like approving this particular budget. Okay, so explain to me why you say that. For you as a person, what what were your key, I guess, issues with the budget that you expected your member of parliament, for example, to represent for you in the House? Okay, um, I'm going to start with the imposition of what many describe as the nuisance um, taxes on the ordinary Ghanaian. You'd realize that when you come to the countryside, Many of our compatriots are suffering. In fact, there are people who cannot even afford three square meals a day. And now we are expecting them to continue to pay for uh, these nuisance taxes. Something like the uh, sanitation or heat pollution, what, whatever. Why don't we rather channel that into, you know, imposing a tax on the use of plastics? You go every corner in the country and we see plastic all over. How do we keep, you know, uh, this situation? So I think that the uh, pollution tax should have rather been channeled into a tax on plastic so that we ban the use of plastics in our villages and in our cities. So if they put, so as a principle, you are not you know, opposed to the pollution tax, just that it is the it is the how and what has been placed on that you disagree with. Fantastic. And just yesterday, we had the information minister also saying that Ghanaians would have to pay for the free water and electricity that we enjoyed during the peak of the COVID-19. Now, so what exactly did we think we were giving to the uh, ordinary Ghanaian? Because people actually were made to believe that this was supposed to be free. This was supposed to push in the Ghanaian citizen during the peak of the COVID. And for us to be told that we are going to play this again, you know, it's just, it's just something else. Okay, I mean, so as a, talk, talk to me as a teacher, for example. When you were listening to the budget, like, first give me a sense of what, what a teacher's living standard is like. Um, teaching in, in, in Pong Tamale. What's what's the living condition like for you as a teacher? Just, just give give me a sense of your own personal story. Okay, so Ivan, you uh, let's look at it from this direct uh, uh, point of view. That as a teacher, even my gross salary cannot cater for my immediate family. And you live in the house or in a family where your mom, your dad are still there. You have a wife with kids. You are supposed to cater for all these people. And, uh, you know, the salary is just nothing to write home about. In fact, when I was a kid, I heard people saying that the teacher's, you know, reward was in heaven. And it's now that I'm tempted to believe in this particular adage. In fact, even the schools that our kids attend, we are suffering to even pay for their fees. And as a teacher, you would just think that the meager salary you take would be able to spend for you and your immediate family. 
But that is not what is happening. Yes, in as much as we have been encouraged to invest, you know, for the future, we try doing some of these things. But the truth is that if you consider the salary that I take as a teacher, I've thought for a little over a decade now, and you consider, you, you, you compare my salary to a politician who has gone to parliament just in the last few months, the gap is just so, so huge. It's so huge. And no wonder many of our young people are not trying to do whatever it can take them to move into parliament to become a politician because they know there is free money there. Interesting perspective there. Uh, stay with me. I want to bring in Efo Delana, who's moved on to Zoom. Efo, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, can fantastic. you hear me? Yeah, the line is very great. Uh, so, so <laughs> we've had Zakaria's uh, point of view, talking about that his, he doesn't feel, Parliament has approved the budget tonight, uh, but he doesn't feel that his views are well represented in there. Uh, that certainly may not apply to you because you are in tech. And as we heard, tech is one of those uh, places where there was a huge boom. Uh, despite COVID, true. Yes, um, tech. <laughs> tech. Uh, uh, I don't know whether you say. Uh, um, unfortunately, tech unfortunately benefited from the. Uh, uh, tech unfortunately benefited from people's disaster in the. The pandemic, and so I guess I should feel a bit lucky. But as a Ghanaian, it's uh, it's very difficult to feel lucky. Yeah, I mean, so I guess the question then becomes: Then, if the luck can afford to pay a little bit more to save the economy, correct? For to to, to, to that we can all benefit from from your from no, your boom. No, even even if I had the money, would I? The the real question is: Would I feel um, like I want to pay the money? You know, in other countries where they have high taxes, people do not feel as bad paying it because they have systems in place that provide for them. Let's ignore the U.S., which has a, a, a very horrible health system. But in other countries where they have very high taxes compared to the people's salaries, they have things that um, support them. And like the first speaker said on the sanitation levy, you know the parable in the Bible about the people who are given talents three two and then 10 talents and what they did with their talents. Um, the government has been speaking on sanitation for a while and they've been levying as they've been collecting money from tolls and all these other people for a while. And they haven't done much with it for us to feel like if we give them extra, they would be able to do more than that. Like they haven't showed that with the lit they are, with the little that we've given them, they can do anything for us to want to give them extra. The, even if my salary went up right now, which it hasn't, unfortunately, but if my salary went up, fuel prices are going to eat into that. And over the, the rest of the year, there is going to be enough increase in everything, including these taxes, to eat away that increase in salary. And it's a bit sad. Like I feel sad for people who are struggling more than i do because i'm struggling and like i see people who are struggling more than me and this is not very welcome and the idea that the, these things happen right after election it's kind of a bit of a slap in the face because clearly the government knew that they will be putting these things in place and if they actually felt confidence in these things they would have brought them up before elections but they did not feel confident they felt that 
these are things people will not be happy about. So they snuck them in right after the elections, after all the promises of making people's life better and everything. They bring these things in after. So one, they have not given us any reason to believe that um, the little they we're giving them in the past, they can do much with it. And they have not given us reason to believe that they are being fair to us by throwing this thing right after the election. If you take that like I drove on the Temamoto way the last time. It was so horrible. And we co- we've been collecting tolls from there since I was a kid. I don't think that I want to pay extra tolls to the Temamoto way or anywhere. But but but, but but if you're not paying extra tolls, let me bring you Manasa Zuria on you, you 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 have a thing to to, to comment on the, the teachers the teachers comments about the about the sanitation task. Yes, and I think uh if Odella also mentioned it and I, I agree perfectly with them. The sanitation tax is going to be used to fund fraud. And I'm saying this because Akufuado, he is the president of the republic, right to the district chief executives we have in this country, the coordinating directors, whoever uh, you speak to, if they are honest with you, they know the problem with the sanitation sector. So much money goes into it, about half of the district assembly's common fund is paid into sanitation. We heard that uh, Domelevo was in court with Zoom Lion. That money was used from the National Health Insurance to do this sanitation fumigation. And there are many other sources of funding that goes into sanitation. So why are we still this dirty? The sanitation sector is one sector that a lot of fraud occurs. I'm saying this because I've done so many investigations in the sanitation sector. And the government is not interested in addressing these challenges. The budget you heard about, they wanting to construct uh, the Kung landfill site and all of that. Go to Tema Municipal Assembly, Metropolitan Assembly, and speak to them. World Bank was the one that constructed those landfill sites, gave them equipment to manage the landfill site. In 2017, when I was doing the investigation, I spoke to the director of sanitation at the Tema Metropolitan Assembly, Engineer Noy. And what he said was that they were using the World Bank equipment to manage the site, and those who came to dump waste, they took money from them, the waste management companies. Then the government said, look, fold your hands and give this contract to Zoomland. So at the time we went, the equipment from World Bank were all there and then rusting. So the monies they were getting, they were no longer getting them. Rather, the government was paying money to some of these contractors who were doing virtually nothing and the place got messed up. That is just one. Go to every single assembly. The rural assemblies don't have sanitation problems. You go there, they don't generate much waste. Yet each of them pays the same amount of money. They pay the same amount of money. So if you are like, uh, uh, if you are, Cratchit District, Cratchit District Assembly, and then you don't generate much waste, you are charged. They have something called sanitation improvement package. You pay the same as other districts that generate waste. They have fumigation contracts for the assemblies. They have landfills management contracts. All of these together, some are taken at source at the common fund secretariat, and then some are paid at assembly level. So all of these resources go into funding fraud. And I'm prepared to debate anybody who thinks this sanitation thing is going to solve. It's not going to solve any problem. I, I guess it comes back to the, the concerns I've had from uh, both uh, Zakaria 
and if we're about um, the the potential that the taxes that we're going to be uh, burdened with may not go to fix the problems that uh, have, have been prescribed. I want to bring in Crystal. Uh, Crystal is also joining us via Zoom. Hello, Crystal. Hello, Crystal. Uh, also joining us is Franklin. Hello, Franklin. Hello, Hello Franklin. Hi, Franklin. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Great connecting. Crystal, I can see you. Can you, can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, unmute yourself and let's see if we could, if we could hear you. Crystal? Okay. Uh, Crystal, we still can't hear you. Uh, Chris, Crystal would uh, unmute and see if we can hear uh, Crystal, by the way. Um, uh, Franklin is a biomedical scientist. Uh, uh, Franklin, are you, are you working in the public sector? Yes, please. Oh, you work in the public sector. Okay, so um, here's here's the thing. I mean, you work in the public sector, and I've had the argument that um, those who work in the public sector, in the, in the heat of the COVID when the economy was struggling, your jobs were secure. I, I wonder, uh, in the wake of the 2021 budget, that having you know had stability in pay and salary for the last year, when your many of your colleagues in the private sector may have lost your jobs. Um, are you one of those who will be willing to pay a little bit more to save the economy on the back of the budget? Um, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, to go straight to the, uh, your question, I don't think I, I will be willing to pay extra um, to save the economy in the sense that, um, let's take it, uh, for example, the uh, COVID-19 health level, which... Uh, has been introduced to, yeah, you know, to 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 f- fix the gap that was um, made during the freebies that was given during the COVID nineteen. That is the the water and the um, free electricity. There was a, there, there was a publication on the Ghana Star Service website um, about it. It was a brief on COVID nineteen uh, local economies uh, tracker wave. If you study that document, you would realize that um, the study that was made revealed that 77.8% of um, people in uh, the, all the 260 districts did not benefit from the um, water, free water um, uh, thing that was given by government. And uh, 24.8% of people in, uh, in all the 268 uh, 260 districts did not also benefit from the um, electricity that was subsidy that was given. So I don't see it as a prudent measure. Why almost seven, uh, more than half of the population didn't uh, um, benefit from the free water that was given. Then government comes back to impose a tax on the whole population to you know generate revenue as a as a way of generating revenue to pay for the 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 the, the freebie that was given of which government had explained the population government, government had explained this week that um the free water and electricity um was it's not part of the 2021 budget subsequently and that the 2021 2020 that bill was was so was, was settled and that this is the 2021 budget is in itself 
separate from that which was consumed in 2020. Um, as a citizen, obviously you've heard the explanation. You've heard the uh, the argument about why are we paying for freebies? Um, if somebody, if, if if the government, if an executive member of the of the government came to argue with you that well, as a citizen, uh, pay a little bit more. And by the way, we we've heard this week that you are in the public sector that wages and salaries might not go up significantly for the next three years. Um, is this something that you're you're willing to accept? Uh, no, please, because um, as you rightly said, um, there has been a publication that uh, wages and salaries are not going to be increased for, for the next three years. And, and we are all in trying um, times, and, you know, our expenditure as citizens are definitely going to go high. And here come there is uh, more than five taxes that has been additional taxes that has been imposed on the ordinary citizen to you know to to to, to help buffer the economy. So if all these things are being imposed on us and mm-hmm. you are not you know making provisions to also um, increase our salaries in order to also alleviate the hardship that is on the citizens, I I, I don't think anyone or anybody working in the public sector that will be willing to uh, sacrifice uh, the little that we are we, we are earning to also pay for all this all these taxes. So so here's the question so, to for, here's for, the question to all of you. In totality, it's it's not. Here here's the question to all of you. So all of you, nobody is willing to pay anything more. Um, if we have to save the economy, I've heard the life with the life with Manasseh. Um, Crystal, I, I still can hear you. Can you hear me, Crystal? I can. can okay, you? great. I can hear you now, Crystal. So, all of you, and also connecting with us right now in the studio is Marcus. He's a businessman. He joins us in the studio. Uh, Crystal, I understand you run a restaurant, correct? Yes, a mobile restaurant. A mobile restaurant. Good, good to talk to you. So, everybody else on, on this in this call on Ghana Connect tonight, nobody wants to pay more, right? They don't want to pay the taxes. They think it's too much. And and as we just heard there from the our, our, our public service worker, frankly, uh, he's also expecting wages to go up. So something has to give, right? Because government says we don't have money. If we don't pay more, the economy will collapse and then it, the situation will be worse. Where do you stand on that on that um, balancing act between saving the economy and getting everybody to pay more and increasing salaries and everything else that is happening? So if we are not paying, nobody wants to pay more, but people want salary. Government says we don't have the money. What happens from a businesswoman's point of view? <laughs> Well, thank you. Um, a good evening to your audience and viewers, those that are viewing um, on Facebook. Well, uh, well, my opening statement will be that, uh, first and foremost, I don't believe that it was such an honorable thing or a noble thing for the government to have, you know, uh, come back again to, quote-unquote, rescind or renege, if I may put it on a promise or an offer that was freely given. I believe that um, this... Um, sudden development or turn of events was not uh, too abrupt. I want to believe that it was a thing well thought of. And couldn't there have been a full disclosure, you know, of the circumstances that will follow the enjoyment of all these free items? Now I'm being told I have to pay for something I did not budget, right? And, of course, um, even as, as budgeting is very important on the macroeconomic level, it is equally on the microeconomic level for us as, you know, small businesses and whatnot. And I, I don't see how, honestly, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't make so much 
sense. I don't, I don't, I'm not getting the understanding of it. Yes, there is, there is that bit to want to salvage the situation, want to salvage, you know, the, the, the failing economy, you know, as it were. But I believe that the, we are, we've still not come out fully from this pandemic. As a matter of fact, we, we haven't made such significant progress, although there's been the introduction of the vaccines and whatnot. We are still in the thick of things and battling this coronavirus. What has changed? Why must we now pay, you know, something uh, to make up for what was supposed to be have a time, supposed to be have been a, a timely uh, intervention for us as, as citizens of this country, you know, that we rejoiced over. And so, there, I want to I want to state that, that there's an issue of non-disclosure, or you know, not not the entire disclosure of circumstances and all of that. And it's a dent on on the government, if you ask me. Well, yes, there, there's that intent. There's that you know understanding that uh, government needs to raise revenues. They have to regulate the economy at best, you know, to to fast track. The, the recovery or the growth of the economy, there's that argument, which is understandably so and right. But I believe that a lot more thought processes should go into considering exactly the implications to small businesses, the microeconomic, because, well, I am, I am a small um, business owner, I think I can speak for, you know, um, my category of people, right? There should be a well thought of, you know, like consideration of the macro or microeconomic implications as opposed to every every time the, the, the mantra being chimed as GDP, GDP, you know, always looking at things from the the, the uh, larger um, national perspective, right? But it, it helps when we're, we're able to take into consideration these things. Well, I'm not ready to pay. I don't think it is fair because I have been affected, you know, by the impact of the COVID and much as a lot of uh, uh, industries, you know, a lot of their sectors have been. You know, we are still really recovering. And while I was hoping that there are going to be very targeted, you know, policies or very targeted initiatives to salvage the issue where we have, uh, you know, um, interventions. Well, I, I know of the rebates, the tax rebate for the hospitality the, the industry and art mm. and even restaurants and all that, but that is not enough targeted intervention as opposed to, you know, hitting us or slapping us with more payments and more tax and all that. But yeah, these are just my, my few thoughts. T- to t- t- talk to me about you. You, you, run a, you run a restaurant. How is the restaurant, how is your restaurant business doing? How is it doing? Well, it's fine. It's fine. It can do better. It's fine. You know, my my business, because it's mobile and it's virtual, it's quite logistics intensive. So I have to do a lot of running around for procurement, transportation, commuting to and fro, delivering food to my consumers and whatnot. And uh, even though I haven't been asked um, about this, the increment in in the the fares and fuels is, if I should explain the extent to which this will adversely affect my business, I don't think we are going to end the conversation anytime soon. But yes, uh, just a quick overview of how it's going. It could be better, but I'm not seeing that uh, in the near future, given all the you know uh, tariffs that are coming up and all that. Yeah. Okay. So so your word the user is fine. So but if the business is fine. I mean, isn't it right to expect that, you know, you pay a little bit, you know, small to contribute your quota to saving this economy in which your business is operating finely within? No, fine, fine isn't an issue. Well, I'm not satisfied with a fine. You know, because there are a lot of responsibilities that we have to take off individually, right? You can attest to the fact that 
there are a lot of responsibilities, obligations towards so many other things. So fine, by fine, I don't mean my business is thriving. No, it is. It is not. You know, it's still, like I mentioned earlier, recovering from the shock of the pandemic. The pandemic, I'm sure you should saying. That, uh, the, the, the Zoom line is misbehaving. Let me bring in Marcus. Marcus, you've heard the debate. Why would you, how do you stand on this? You're, the, you're a businessman too. What business are you into? Oh, you also run a restaurant on campus, so you're in the same soup. How is the business doing? Uh, business has been shut. The very first day, the oh. first um, incident occurred on campus. Which uh, campus is it? Legon. Oh, okay. Um, my business in the careful hall, dining hall. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we have to shut because of the pandemic, and uh, we have not still open yet. You let people off? Of course. How many? About 30. Ooh. Yes. What are they doing now? They are at home. Sometimes uh, when things are too difficult for them, they call you to see if you can find something for them. 30 people? 30, yeah. How long has it been? Uh, We opened in uh, April 2019. And then um, we operated for about eight months when the pandemic struck. And we have to um, close. We were hoping that this whole thing would be brought under control uh, so that we could come back to business. But uh, the God West, the sad aspect is that a lot of the um, stocks that we have have to uh, expire. We tried to sell mm. it off to people, but at the time, nobody was really uh, uh, working. And so we couldn't. Have you estimated how much this has cost you then? Of course. How much, of course. How much are you talking about in the estimate? Um, uh, with the stocks alone, that's getting to about 150000 If you come to my restaurant, is a, a state-of-the-art restaurant. What's it's, the name, by the way? I'm sure... Village, village Canteen, VC. People okay. know VC oh, yeah, on yeah, campus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course, yeah. of course. Village yeah. Canteen. And, uh, and so a lot has been invested into that business. And then we have to shut. For me, um, to ask that we should pay something to resuscitate the, com- uh, the, the economy shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. under normal circumstances. But you see, if you run a business in an economy that does not have any safety net to ensure that your business grows, that's where the problem is. Look, if you talk to anybody who is setting up a business today, they will tell you that. The very first day you start a business, the, at the end of the month, the tax month, everybody is running after you. You know, there's no uh, uh, briefing space for you to break even and to start making um, profit. So from day one, there's no safety net. So when you are asking us to pay, and a lot of these are consumption tax, some of them are flat rates uh, and you cannot reclaim for talking about VAT also. If you talk about VAT, the input and output VAT, there's a component that you cannot claim and that component has been increased. And so you have to bear it. And for us who operate in, uh, in a place where students are very sensitive to price, you realize that there's not much you can do by reason of price. In fact, it's a, it's a more reason you have an opinion. So we have to change the way we, we run business uh, so that now we need to get more logistics like the sister said and so that we can serve the outside community. You know? So it's, it's really a tough call. It's really a tough call. Some of um, these levies and taxes that are introduced, um, uh, some can pass it on to others. Uh, some of them, you are the final uh, consumer. Mm. It, it, you, you have to bear it. Yeah. You I know? Mean, so I'm curious. Tonight, the budget has been passed. Okay. It's, 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 now, yeah. it's too late yeah. now. I mean, so we are all going to pay whether we like it or of not. Of course. Um, what's, what's your comment on that as a citizen? As a citizen, 
as much as we will pay whether we like it or not, I think that government should sit back and, and see what they can do. Because if you want the economy to be stimulated, then the production sectors of the economy must work. They said they are giving you 30%. Uh, re- re- how, how does a loss-making business or a business that is shut benefit from a 30% rebate of profit? You must make the profit before uh, you are given a rebate. Is that not so? Yeah. But my business is closed. It's shut. And many people are in the house. How do I work to, to be able to pay or to make that profit before you are giving me a respite of 30%? Okay. So um, let me start with, let me go back to this question that, um, um, I want to bring you in here. What would it take for you to be happy to pay more? As government is asking for, I mean, re- really, at this point, there's you don't have a choice, rather, really, because this you will pay anyway because the budget is going to be approved. It has been approved already, um, but you are going to pay gradually. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of protests by you know um, organized labor. We've heard already. As a Ghanaian and as a citizen, what would it take for you to say, okay, now I'm happy and I want to contribute and pay more taxes? The moment. Very little is going to do that. However, in f- I, I know that there will be tax increases in future. And I want to see that the government is making use of the money that they are taking against my will at the moment. I, I, have, I have not felt like in the past they've done that. Um, I know that um, during the first time, I was too young to be paying tax at that time, but we had a debt recovery levy for the petroleum sector and i don't think it's helped to do it it, it did much for the economy compared um, at, at the, to the state we are now so i want to see that the the monies that government is taking for us are reflecting in people's living conditions like even if not in their living conditions themselves in the surroundings that um, these people live in. I want to see that the health sector, people who are on national health insurance can go to the hospital and go and just get drugs without the pharmacy telling them that those drugs are not available or things like that. I want to see that circle. Um, there's no the rubbish doesn't heap up on Monday morning at circle um, because it just doesn't make sense that in a civilized society we have that situation. I want to see that one of the most prominent roads in the country, the Akratema Motorway, is not riddled with potholes that endanger people's lives every day. Their streets lights function all the time. I just need to see these kind of things. I want to see them making our educational system better. And I don't want to see politicians in parliament arguing every day over things that are not necessary. And then suddenly coming together and having one voice when it's time for them to increase their own salaries and their benefits. It feels very wrong and backhanded as a Ghanaian to see all these things happening and then asking us to increase, asking for an increase in taxes and everything. Um, Like you stated earlier, there isn't going to be a salary increase for the next three years. The government is putting... Evans, um, three years is a very long time. I remember... um, uh, uh, they, they've explained that you might see an increase, but it, it, you, you, you shouldn't expect a huge increase. Yes, but it, 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 Evans, um, I, luckily I've been working from home for this last year, so because I work in tech. But Evans, if you are taking Trotsky, Trotsky prices increase at least four times in the year. If you are somebody who takes um, 
Trotsky every day. You are, go you are going to feel the increase every by the end of every month. If your salary doesn't go up, Trotsky alone, if it goes up by just a small percent, Trotsky alone is going to eat up most of that increase. The increase in food prices is going to eat increase i remember there was a time buffalo was 50 cds brown buffalo is 100 cds i expect hey, that buffalo is 100 cd i mean tech, uh, one cd was no one CD. Pesos. Now is one one CD. CD. so it's double the price is double yes and i like buffalo I I expect that before three years is due, Bufflet is going to go to like one CD 50, 50 pesos. Those, yeah. those are traffic snacks that when you are in traffic and like you are sweating and everything, this happens. Charlie, be hustler, pal. Yes, so if the, your salary isn't going up, the, you are riding, you are driving on bumpy roads. You, the the, the trotskis that you are sitting in don't feel safe and you are paying all these taxes. It, you don't feel the, 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 the reason why you should pay this tax. But if suddenly you know that if you were sick today and you went to the hospital with your national health insurance, you'll be taken care of without paying a single CD. It will not hurt as much to pay extra tax. If you knew that on the Tewa motorway you are driving, there'll yeah. be lights over the motorway. The, the, You're seeing the, the fruits of your taxes. You pay more. Let, 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 let me bring him an answer. You'll, you'll gramble a bit, but you will be unhappy. Manasa, what would it take for you to be happy to say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to contribute. Well, Evans, a number of things. The first thing is to cut the wastage. Because if I pay the tax and I know it goes into something profitable, I'm happy to pay. But if I pay and daily I know that a few people are stealing the money I'm paying, it has to pay the tax. Two, I would want the government to also cut the unnecessary and very needless tax holidays. Uh, he mentioned how they struggle with very small businesses that are coming up. Mm. Yeah, they are very profitable international businesses that come in. They give them so much tax holidays, hundreds of millions of dollars, if you put together. And then when uh, these people are often politically connected persons, and recently when it came and then we're talking about a hotel that was yeah. giving so much, oh, by Muhammad's time, they also did it. So sometimes you don't get the sense, the reason for... Uh, which they do that. They only tell you others also did it. So if we are being uh, uh, harassed to pay, then they should cut these uh, tax or stop, stop these tax holidays. I also would want the finance minister and his team to work towards widening the tax net. They often say, well, only a few Ghanaians are paying the taxes. But they don't do what it takes to get more people to pay. So they keep uh, overtaxing a few people and consistently, whenever government changes, they always go to the ports because that place is secure. So they try as much as possible to get their own contractor there to take their taxes. And for whatever benefit, nobody knows. So they should channel the effort into widening the tax net. And also, I'll be very happy that if I pay tax, I shouldn't be the one to provide my own water. I shouldn't be the one to be thinking about my own electricity. Even street lights in your area, if you don't take the initiative to fix it, all of these things may not get... Is it because so, maybe you are not paying enough? Come again. Is it because maybe you are not paying enough? It isn't that... Uh, ever. So, so what you pay is too small for everybody to get some? No, I often say that the tax I pay, I wonder if everything goes to the government. Because mm. when you buy something sometimes i go to buy certain things and i look at the tax and i know others buy in large quantities i say if all of these taxes were going to the government 
if you ever tried uh, clearing a second-hand vehicle from Temaport and you see how much you pay as tax, so you ask yourself, if all of these things that come, the big containers, if all these monies were going to the government, then I think it is enough if we are to cut the waste. Mm. But no matter how much tax we pay, if we are paying into a basket that is leaking so badly, then nothing is going to change. Ah, well, um, uh, so Marcos, what about you? I mean, you, your story is a, is a very strong, it's a very, very strong. Have you, have you, I wonder if you've, um, you've made any representation to try and revive it, you know, talk to some, you know, best, I don't know, get some re, re, relief. Yes, so uh, as it is now, you are just trying to leverage on your own resources. Uh, because it takes time to gather them. Uh, that's also because a lot has been pumped into the business before this happened. So unintended expenditures. The government spoke about stimulus uh, package for restaurant and the hospitality industry. Yeah. For the SBS aside, did you get any of the money? No, we applied. and uh, But uh, at a point, they tell you um, you need to put in a reference code. But that reference code never comes. And so without a reference code, you cannot proceed. Uh, it was uh, three days ago, <laughs> interestingly, I was sent a message that they couldn't complete my, my um, uh, application because I've not finished the process. We tried to uh, resolve the issue, and I belong to National Hospitality Association of Ghana. Mm. Everybody on the platform says they've never got the stimulus. The question is, who are the people who had the stimulus? Mm. So you see, um, um, when you... You, you do business in an economy like this, it's, it becomes very difficult. Um, people will pay because you, you are the government. Because it's the law. It's the law. Yeah, if you don't pay, you, you're in trouble. Exactly. But the point is, people should do this. Uh, I would say God loves a cheerful giver. True. You know, we should do this without complaining. Cheerfully. Right. Exactly. People uh, try to find ways by means where, where they can cut connects and all that. But that all needed to be avoided. So that we can pay and do business. Look, all the other economies developed that we are trying to be like. They are helping their small businesses, helping families, their safety nets. So in an economy like that, if you are asked to pay, you know that your money, like Manasseh said, your money, you know where the money is going to. I mean, they, okay, let me bring in uh, Zakaria. Uh, hello, Zakaria. Hello, Zakaria. Hello, Zakaria. Hello. Hi, Zakaria, the teacher from uh, Palm Tamale. Can you hear me? Uh, Can you hear me? Um, Hello. Okay, I think I have the, the, the connection there. Is it isn't as great? But but Crystal, but Crystal, tell me. Um, they so back to that conversation about you've talked to you run a business, you run your own restaurant and all. Um, you say you 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 you, you haven't seen enough to convince you to put in your money. And to pay, but of course we know we are going to pay anyway, um, and we've crossed that line now where the budget has now been approved. What do you expect? And then speaking purely from a point of view of a, of a business owner and a, somebody who runs a restaurant, what do you expect now? Do you expect anything to change in the way things have been done by the government, uh, for example, over the years that has led you to a point where you simply aren't a happy taxpayer? What do you expect to change now going forward? Now that we are in a crisis situation, almost. Right. So, uh, well, my my concerns uh, do not differ from that of, you know, every other ordinary Kenyan. Right. Uh, we we 
we, we want the objectives of taxation to be met, which is basically, you know, uh, developmental projects. We, we want to see, we want the evidence, we want to see proof of our monies, you know, being channeled into the right um, project and, and infrastructure and all that. You know, it's, it's sad, you know, it's sad when you're going on the very roads for which you are being, you know, demanded taxes from, and these roads are terrible. It's sad when you don't live, you're not economically, economically independent in an apparently economically independent country, you know, because the taxes... Well, I, 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 up to now, have not come to have an appreciation of exactly how ex, uh, taxes are expended because I don't see, I only see um, really rigorous infrastructure and projects, you know, being started when it's nearing elections. I can speak, I live in Danceman, right? It is only when, you know, we are, we are about electing members of parliament and, and you know, president and whatnot that you see that government is actually investing, but why should it be so? You know, I, I, I believe we are being taken for a ride, and it's unfair. It's really unfair. I, I don't want to believe that this is, this is uh, the, the, the headache of many other, you know, um, developed countries. If we are using them as reference, we, if we are trying to allude to their, their progress and all that, we should do better. We can do better as a government. Why should there be haha every now and then when um, budgets are being read, when increments are being applied? Why should there be? Obviously, we are dissatisfied citizenry, obviously. So I believe that government should also, you know, try to widen the tax nets to absorb more taxpayers than, you know, just uh, apply or, or just let the, the, the small um, people who are willing to pay tax just endure the burden. Chris, you know, let, let, me, let me ask you this about the taxes. Since you started running your business, have you, have you been consistent religious in the payment of your all the taxes that uh, you are due to pay? Well, that's when I, I do, you know, make revenue and, and all that. Of course, at times I make losses, I, I, I take advantage of the rebates and all that. Yes, but yes, as and when I have to, I do. I yeah, do for my taxes. Because I, I'm driving at this point where, and maybe Salas, you are in a business that you bring you in here. The other argue, the counter argument is that we, you, you've made a point, expand the tax net. But many people are evading the tax. I mean, all, every, Manasseh talks about the big businesses, right, who get a rebates. But there's small businesses also who are finding ways of, I've been to shops where they give you the, the, the VAT, you know, receipt and they say, should I, should I give it to you or, you know, should I? And they actually almost give you a choice, right? But so aren't we part of the problem? I mean, are we also willing to take part of this problem also that as a people, we also, you know... Yes, we are part of the problem. Um, uh, but you see, tax is a function of data. The reason why uh, government to say people are evading taxes is because there's no data to track these people. The reason why few people are feeling the burden of taxes because that's where they can find them because they are the ones on, uh, 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 on the data. So if I can find a formal employment and the people are there and I can force them to pay their PE, which they cannot uh, refuse to pay, uh, they will be forced to pay. You try it. If all these former workplaces, if something happened and people and, and government cannot have the data to track everybody, you'll be amazed that a lot of these people who pay tax today will not pay, they will evade it. Um, uh, let me get your views on, uh, on, on on WhatsApp. I think WhatsApp is up now. Yeah, Manoa, what are people saying to us on WhatsApp on this conversation? Yeah, so Evans, a number of the messages are coming through on our WhatsApp console. And 
I'm trying to get them for you now as we uh, try and get the messages. So this one is from uh, Kwabenya and it says that Evans is interesting how our leaders keep saying they are not going to pass. Remember how they said they were not going to pass. Um, <laughs> remember how they said they were not going to pass how Akumsin eventually got passed. Same thing happened with the budget. Says, good evening, Eben from Kwabenya. This so-called one Yawahia budget that has been approved by, by the majority in parliament, the Ibiwahala and Hardship in Kwa, they have put us in. Taking away taxation for production has now become Wahala and now taxes here, taxes there, taxes everywhere. Good evening, Evans. Whatever government gives to the people, including free SHS, water, electricity, and salary of MPs, are all from taxes and other sources. We have to pay for it anyway. Isaac James from Abokobi sent that one. Sacrifice for what? Weekend leaders who are always visiting hardship on the masses. And this one's from Sami from Kumase. Evans, please, I'm personally unhappy with the whole budget, but what beats my mind is the pollution tax. Why has the government allowed pollution in Agbogloshi to continue um, to date? And all of these are continuing. So a lot more of the messages are coming, Evans. Uh, Manasa, I want to end with you on that last question I asked. To what extent as citizens do we take part of this blame? I mean, nobody wants to pay, um, but aren't we also part of the problem of the where we are, yeah, I know there's a lot of government bashing, there's a lot of political bashing, members of parliament are taking the heat because, of course, they rightly get voted, given the power to represent us. But as the people themselves, ourselves, they're part of the problem, are we not? If there were no criminals, if we're all angels, we wouldn't have police stations across the, uh, the country or even around the world. So the function of government is to whip people in line. There are some people who go out of their way to pay whether or not they are monitored or they are... Uh, forced, but there are also others who need to be captured and made to pay. So in my submission, I said that we need to get the government, the economic management team, to sit down and plan how to get the informal sector, because there are people who uh, monthly, they may earn about twice or thrice how much I earn, but because I'm in a formal sector, I'm able to pay my tax every single month, but those other people don't pay. And you don't expect them to come and say, oh, government, because they are angels. So if we don't find the systems and we don't find the creativity to go and then widen to get more people to pay, but we are always interested in... But we should also be work. patriotic. I mean, because you know that if the guy doesn't come, you go to him and pay. You mentioned something about this uh, receipt. When, yeah. I go, when I go to a hotel... I insist that I'm giving the VAT. Yeah. There was something, a project I was doing, they said, oh, we could do this. So I said, no, I beg you, let me pay the full one. Yeah. yeah. So that's so, you. Why don't we have more of you? No, we can't get everybody. <laughs> there are people who have given up on this country. They are so angry that if they got the chance, they would take from the country. Yeah. So the politicians are not giving us the kind of leadership that will make people patriotic. Just let me end with something. From Germany to Ghana, I went to do my COVID test there. I wanted to pay. They said, no, no, you do the test. We'll get you the bill later. I don't live in Germany. I'm coming to Ghana, and I have to pay in Germany even before I bought the flight. So these are two societies. One that doesn't even know me. They trust me so much. They want my welfare first. Another one where I pay my tax 
If you don't pay for the COVID test, you won't even board. So with these two environments, where do you think if you were an ordinary citizen, you would feel more secure, you feel happier to contribute to the country? Well, food for thought. Um, thank you very much, Marcus, uh, for joining me. Uh, I hope your business get revived because that restaurant is a fantastic one. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm sure you're hoping that you get it back, back, back up and running, correct? Of course. Like, what's the timeline? What are you hoping? Well, I'm looking at uh, hopefully by the end of April. Okay. Should come back. We'll come and check. Yes. And you know, uh, you know, and because yes. we can we'll come and check. Uh, Thank you. you know, all the best there, and all the best to our, our connectors uh, who joined us on the telephone lines, of course. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. James, host of Sports World on the BBC World Service. For the best of previews to the sporting weekend, listen to George Addo Jr. on The Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM. Live on radio, live online, this is The Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM with George Addo Jr. The dice cast for the season's UEFA Champions League quarterfinals. The equation of how eight will become four will be solved this way. So we can see the first pairing of the quarterfinals. Borussia Dortmund. So Manchester City versus uh, Borussia 
Dortmund. FC Porto. The opponents are Chelsea FC. So Porto versus Chelsea FC. FC Bayern München. And now it's time of uh, one of your uh, see Bayern uh, München. Paris Saint-Germain. And uh, for Bayern München, we have uh, Paris Saint-Germain with Real Madrid, Liverpool FC. Against Liverpool FC. High time for heroes of the crucial knockout stages of the competition. And we have a good look at the fixtures and preview what is the coming weeks. Domestic club football is side-by-side cap football this weekend. In Spain, Real Madrid, Barcelona continue the chase for a title. With four points between second and first, Bayern, Munich and AC Milan are hoping to close out their respective title races as well. In England, the FA Cup quarterfinals will see Manchester United, Chelsea and Manchester City all in a hand for four semi-final slots. In the English Premier League, Arsenal to the North London derby win are back in another derby. Reggie on volleys it back across Lucas Moura. Oh, oh, what a goal by Lamella! Oh, that is, that is extraordinary! That is a piece of skill that you only very, very rarely see. Lamella with the goal, that is special. Tierney down the left-hand side, ball in. Odegaard left foot shot deflected in. Arsenal equaliser. And Odegaard has now got his first goal in the Premier League and slides away. And Arsenal have managed to convert from all of this pressure they've had in the first half and have drawn level. Arsenal won, Tottenham won. Lacazette against Lloris from the spot. He sends the Tottenham goalkeeper the wrong way. And Arsenal now lead Tottenham by two goals to one. It's West Ham United next for Arsenal. We'll preview other games to come, including action tonight. We're in France, Italy, Germany to bring you a complete preview. If you'd love to send us a message, we'd love to read them via social media accounts. Joy slash 907 on Facebook, 0551-111-997 on WhatsApp, or you can tweet at us at JoySportsGH. We will review Coach Sikia Kono's call-up squad for the double-header African qualifiers against South Africa and Sao Tome and Principe. Speak to key players on our show and review the just-ended Ghana Premier League second transfer window. Time to talk about what the world is talking about in the world of sport. Hello from me, George Adi Jr., and welcome. Thank you very much for joining us on The Locker Room. And there's no better place to begin this evening than from Coach Sikiakada's called-up squad. Preparations definitely moving notches up. And there's so much to come with a lot of work ahead. We know the Black Stars are up against Sao Tome on the 29th of March at their Crossport Stadium. And against South Africa and Johannesburg on the 25th of March. Uh, of course, we'll be looking forward to that. Now, we've got special interviews to usher in the approaching international break. We'll begin with a firing young winger who emerged most valuable player of the of the under-20 AFCON that took place in Mauritania and a big part of Coach Sikia Kono's squad for the doubleheader qualifiers. He could follow in the footsteps of Ghana football greats, including three-time Africa Football of the Year, Abedi Pele, current Black Star scouting Andrea Yu, and ace defender Mohamed Gagel, amongst others. Fatou Isahako spoke to me. Friends have been pointing you out when you walk outside the streets of uh, Tamale these days. What happens? Mm, so, so, so many people, so the fans are, are now plenty, and uh, I, I can't 
I trust uh, God for everything. Everything good. So what have you been uh, saying to the fans when they come to you? <laughs> uh, some of them, they couldn't meet me and some of them, I met them. So uh, I just spoke with uh, some of them and some people, I, I called them. So. so we can say that Tamale is very proud of you? Yeah, they are very proud. They are very proud of me, and they are happy to see me in this uh, um, under-20 team. When you went back to your club, the next day, when you went for training after under-20, what happened at the training grounds when your friends saw you? <laughs> when I went the first day, uh, they, they couldn't even train again because they were very happy. They were very happy and they were excited and back and uh -oh. they received me well and training was marvelous. So. <laughs> we caused confusion at the training guys. Yeah, it's just good. Some of them were carrying you, did they carry you? Yes, they, 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 they were doing some things and I was, I was, so, I was so happy. So happy, wow, good, 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 good. good. Right, let's talk a little bit about um, what you, what you were seeing in terms of um, the analysis left and right, I'm sure they were mentioning your name on radio stations in Tamale and uh, in the Northern Regions, Great and all those things. Yeah, uh, I had some of it and mm -hmm. I was very happy and I just keep uh, focused. So. Thank you, God. Yeah. The good news is that from the performance that you've shown, some of you will make it to the senior national team. Now, um, are you, were you expecting a Black Stars call-up? <laughs> no. Okay. I was not expecting, but uh, and I was very happy to hear that uh, I'll be part of the team. And uh, I mean, my seniors to, to play with them. Yeah. So tell me, take us through it. Uh, when did you receive the call, and uh, how did it, how did things kick up from there? Uh, it was yesterday that uh, I received a call from the Black Stars uh, team, mm. and he told me that uh, I've been invited to the Black Stars camp, and I I even asked him again. And he said, am I surprised? And I said, yes, because I was not expecting it. And I think I'm very privileged to, to be part of the team. Wow. So when you received the call, who did you turn to first? Did you run to mommy or daddy or your brother? I told them, I told them, I have something to tell them, but I'll not tell them that day. Wow. So the next day, that I told them, I told them that the next day that love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 